There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome, Collider fans, to another episode of the Collider Body Slam Smackdown Recap. There's so much I got to say sometimes, I just want to make sure I get it all right. Because, you know, people go on YouTube, they go on social media, they're like, you know, you messed up this word, you didn't say it right, you didn't say it in order. Well, this time I got it in order, and uh, you know who else keeps me in order? That's my co-host here, Ryan Satin from the Pro Wrestling Sheet. What's going on, brother? You are a great host. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we all, honestly... Uh, compared to Wrestling Sheet Radio, you <laughs> don't mess up facts much more. So yeah, you're much better at this than me when it Please. comes to when it comes to leading the charge of a hosting job. I, I love I love following your lead here. And yeah, uh, 
lot of stuff to talk about on SmackDown. Yeah, tonight. man. Again, SmackDown eclipses Raw by miles. Easily. It was so much fun watching everything that happened today. But first, we got to say to everyone who's uh, watching, say goodbye to Ryan Satin. Uh, he's going to head off to Chicago as you're, uh, probably right after you watch this. He's going to All In. Apparently, I'm left behind. That's cool. <laughs> it's totally cool. I, I guess i got to spend some more years with Ryan. Then I'll get to go on these great trips, hopefully someday soon. But I'm excited for you to go, man. What's your feeling with it right off the bat? Man, I am so excited. <laughs> Honestly, to be completely honest with you, I have... I don't think I've been this excited to go to a wrestling event. You yeah. Know, I, I not only broke the story on it happening, so that's part of yeah. it. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, I was driving home last night and I was really thinking about it. And I was thinking to myself, this almost feels like WrestleMania 1. Oh, where yeah. it's like a guy, in this case three guys, put it all on the line. Like mm-hmm. they put everything they had, all their money, all their finances to yeah. prove that wrestling has this built-in audience that – to do something with all their money that will advance the wrestling industry going forward. And right. I, and that's honestly why I think so many people are traveling out for it. They want to kind of be like one of those who said, I was there for the first All-In. Yeah. I was there All-In 1 when they're t- you know 20 years from now, if it still stays a thing. Because, I mean, he's a, he's the son of Dusty Rhodes. He is. Dusty Rhodes made StarCast. You know, exactly. Dusty, er, Starcade. Starcade. Starcade yeah. Excuse me. I've been saying StarCast so much because the show I'm doing there right. this weekend. But StarCade, he created StarCade. And, yeah. you know, such a pivotal... You know, person when it comes to the booking of WCW and uh, around that same time. So I really do have faith that this could be something that becomes an annual tradition yeah. uh, of this magnitude. So, yes, I'm very excited about it. I've got my Young Bucks shirt on. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about how this cease and desist yeah. that, that the Young Bucks got from WWE last year really is one of the final straws that broke the camel's back or whatever. That mm-hmm. That really is the thing that kind of like started to lead towards... All in actually yeah, happening. That's a great point. And, and you know, uh, there were a number of publications that I read that profiled this particular situation with the Young Bucks and the cease and desist. And also, Cody, that Cody Rhodes profile in The Ringer was incredible. So many great things that pushed forward. And then Hot Topic started carrying these independent wrestling, the Young Bucks stuff, the Villain Club, all that stuff, Bullet Club, obviously, but they, they were going all across the board. So, you know, th- this independent wrestling movement was catching fire because people were spending money on it. And when you spend money on it, then people start noticing and that's incredible yeah the money aspect you know it's funny i try to explain that to advertisers all the time as someone who you know now i'm here with collider and there's an ad sales team but right three years of that me trying to get advertisers and explain to them that wrestling fans are some of the are one of the most spendy audiences that exists like in entertainment i mean a lot of people and with you know it comes to movies and music Mm -hmm. and television they want to torrent it all they want to steal it all uh but but wrestling fans for the most part as much torrentine exists out there for wrestling i do think that wrestling fans are the ones buying the most buying so much more merch than you'd seen like basketball and stuff like that like I, i that's how i look at it i mean there's like a lot of money being made in merch, and I think it, you know, it translated into the Young Bucks being a big part of that because yeah. they were some of the early people that, that were pushing yeah. indie wrestling merch and stuff. So, yeah, very excited about it. I'm sorry that I haven't been putting stuff on the site today. Uh, as Broca said, I'm probably going to leave. As I, I, I mainly came in for this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to come in and talk about SmackDown. But, uh, yeah, so for those of you uh, who are watching from home, or for those of you who are going, uh, if you're going to StarCast, please, please check out the show I'm doing. It's Friday, so today is Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday, yeah. yeah. So it's Friday, two days from now. Uh, I'm, that's when my show's going to be. It's also my birthday on Friday. Hey-o! So join me for my birthday. It's 11 a.m. It's directly after B- 
Breakfast with Busted Open. And, yeah, with Busted Open Radio. I love those guys. Those guys are awesome. Uh, This is going to be directly after that. It's a trivia show called The Greatest Trivia Rumble. Mm -hmm. And my contestants on the show are going to be James Ellsworth, Blue Meanie, and Marty DeRosa, who is a hilarious comedian that I love. His show, uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, is one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, so I'm going to be doing the show with them. And it's I know we've talked about Schmodown mm-hmm. on here. It's not like Schmodown. It's not going to be hardcore trivia where uh, it's going to be like an actual test of the mind. It's going to be much more like that, sh- that podcast, Doug Loves Movies. Yeah. I- I'm a big fan of Doug Loves Movies. Much more lax. Uh, much more focused on being funny, entertaining. Uh, one of the games we're going to be playing that I put together is called Tinder Mahal, where <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be reading bios that I put together of or Tinder bios that I put together That's of wrestlers. Awesome. So, uh, so you know, I, I don't want to give them away, but but you can kind of make them up in your head. So I'm going to read the Tinder bio. That's great. Uh, my contestants have to guess yeah. who the Tinder bio is for. And there's a couple other games like that that we're going to do as well. It's only 45 minutes, so if you guys are going to be there, please, 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 please come check it out. Yeah. Uh, and then when I come back, uh, Monday's Labor Day. Yes. So I probably won't be in, well, I'm not going to be in the office on yeah, Monday. But I, maybe doing like an all-in... Uh, Oh, recap, recap sure. maybe, or something like that. Since okay. I will, since maybe, I don't okay. know. We'll see. Because I know that Aaron Turner, his first episode of the show that he's doing, yeah. might be an all-in recap show that will he's he doing. Will he be there? Will he be there? No, as well? I don't oh, think okay, so. No, okay. no, no. no. Right. But he's going to be watching from home. And I think I, yeah. that, that's we're working towards that. So we'll see. Yeah. But 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 yeah. Please please keep following the site. Uh, Wrestling sheet all weekends. Me posting stuff uh, yeah. for, on social media. YouTube, hopefully. Um, I'm going to be asking dumb questions to people on the floor, so it'll, it'll be yeah. fun. I think I might uh, send my girlfriend out to have dinner with her lady friends while I watch All In. Like, uh, I think that's the understandable. way I'm going to work. It. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, make it work that way. I don't want to put trade off. It. Yeah, it's a good trade off for that. All right, well, speaking of which, you came in to talk about SmackDown, yeah. so let's get to it. Uh, we start off SmackDown with the new day coming out, new tag team champs celebrating. I love how they get to just decide who wears the belts. It's great that the hell just goes around and whoever wants to wear the pancake stuff, the fake Stanley Cup. I love that, the, you know, dumping the pancake. Pancakes on people. They came out, they started doing a nice, funny little intro, and then they talked about five time, five time, and then out of nowhere, Booker T. I, this was spoiled for me on Twitter before I saw it, so I was a little bit disappointed about oh, that. Oh, where? Who spoiled it? Brad Gilmore. Oh, Brad did? Yeah, Brad did. Because, you know, Brad loves, he hosts that show with, with, with Booker, Booker T. Yeah. So it was, I couldn't avoid it, and I, I commented back. I was like, oh, damn. He goes, no, I went crazy for it, and I did anyway, even though I knew oh, it was oh, coming. Because Brad, you, I'm sorry, you didn't see it live, so no, that's no, why no, it was spoiled. No, no, West Coast I, I was like, East Coast Brad feed. spoiled that on Twitter before the yeah. show? <laughs> oh, I was like, that's surprising. <laughs> no, no. That makes more sense now. Yeah, yeah. It's, unfortunately, I'm stuck on the West Coast feed I, here. I had it, the so. exact same issue, so don't worry. Oh, I, and, fair enough. And, and the best part about it is I had the same issue, and I was waiting for it. Yeah. And my girlfriend, who I watch – sometimes I watch her on SmackDown sure. with uh, – she does not know, you know, she's not like a wealth of knowledge of old wrestling right, history. Right. So she was like, why is Booker T in like a crown and a robe and oh, stuff? no. And she, she was not familiar with King Booker. King Booker? She was a fan. Okay. She, she, she loved it by the end of yeah, it. of course and, she did. Who but, didn't? But try explaining to someone... <laughs> Why Booker T is King Booker, especially ten years removed when, true. or probably even longer, yeah. when there is no even a King of the Ring anymore. Yeah. Like, so I couldn't be like, oh, well, he won the King of the Ring, so she'd be like, well, what's King of the Ring? You right. know. So, so yeah, it was, it was a. Uh, it becomes, it becomes a black hole at some point because you going on. Well, they did this, and then, and then the winner would get. And, oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> did, he's just wearing a crown. Let's just go from there. <laughs> that's and, basically how yeah, it went. Yeah. It was like I tried getting there. I was like, well, he, you're a king when you win and you get this. He just he's wearing a crown. He's, he's got a cape, his crown. Just go with it. Just go with I it. I can't keep leaving this pause, babe. We gotta move on. 
<laughs> but I, lo- I love Booker brought out the English accent. The the uh, the way he knighted them was great. The, the problem with Big E when Big E said you're totally Saxoning this or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was so you went good. Full Saxton is what he said. Yeah, went, and then Corey Grant something they said you never go full you Saxton. Never- that honestly, I was dying when he yeah. said you because it was like it was such like an offhand remark on commentary, but yeah. I, it brought me into like you never go full Saxton. <laughs> like I want to, they got rid of the shut up Saxton shirts. I would wear one that says you never go full Saxton. <laughs> that would be brilliant. It's a great yeah. shirt. Yeah, this whole thing was just such a surprise and so much fun. And then they all, you know, they he did uh, officially welcome them to the five time club, which I thought was great. And then they did the spinneroonies. But listen. Booker still. I mean, Jesus Christ. He looks like he could step in the ring still. He's in fantastic shape. I love that he did the spinner. He's a little rough on the spinner, Rooney. He's old. You know, you can't move those knees like you used to when you cross a certain age. And all those guys trying to do it was really funny. I thought this was a great opening. Just yeah. a fantastic, very fun opening. And this is what the New Day does. It's what separates SmackDown from Raw. They have more, they have that, that healthy balance between NXT and Raw. Yeah. They, SmackDown really strikes it. And it, this was a great way to begin the, the, the show. That's funny that you mentioned that because I think that is why I ultimately like SmackDown yeah. more. You know, it does kind of blend the two. Uh, it does feel like more of a blend between the two. Yeah. Uh, I remember when when SmackDown Live was first going to be live, like when they brought Morrow in yeah. and it was going to be live again. Right. I remember that them saying that that was their intention, was to kind of oh, really? okay. bring some of that NXT flavor to SmackDown. And it's funny, it's been so long, I forgot about that, but mm-hmm. that really is a good explanation for why it's worked so well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I And I, you know, as silly as it was, yeah, I loved yeah. it. I was cracking up the whole time. I don't care if uh, King Booker didn't make sense to my girlfriend. <laughs> it was still entertaining. Uh, Booker T's the best. Uh, yeah. it, wasn't this like the best like character he ever created? Like the best. I mean, it's funny it's that you so say that. Because, memorable. It's man. funny that you say that because I'm honestly gonna. I'm honestly gonna say it was my my least favorite Booker what? T. What? And it, and what? And it's funny that I knew this was gonna come up, and I was thinking about it while I was watching this last night. I was. I remember at the time. I I hate. I almost cussed. I hated <laughs> it's too early for that. Yeah, right, right, we, right. It's too early in the show. I remember I really hated King Booker at the time. Wow. I thought to my, but it's only okay, younger Ryan right. was even more set in his <laughs> in, in his opinions than older Ryan. That's how you are when you're young. Yeah, I can change my opinions a little more now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I can I'll like talk to someone, they'll make me think about it. Yeah. Um so so yes, while watches I go, you know what, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. But I think it's because when I was Younger and the the, the attitude era, the the Monday oh, Wars right, were in right, full right. swing. Right, Booker T as when he became champion yeah. in WCW, that version of Booker T right before he started using the rock bottom yeah, as his yeah. finisher, when he was still doing the ask ass, ass kick, when he was doing the axe kick, yeah, and and just that character right before he kind of came a little bit of a rock ripoff was. Honestly, in my youth, one of my favorite wrestling yeah. characters. I yeah. was like, man, that guy is a badass. He's such a cool character. Yeah. So much charisma. He can kick your ass, but he's also super entertaining. He he really was like another version of The Rock to me. And I know yeah. that's why he ended up getting kind of made into WCW's mm-hmm. version of The Rock near the end. Um, but 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 he was so entertaining to me. And that even the dreads, I just didn't like the dreads. Like the whole the whole changing of Booker T when he became a WWE star, yeah. always just never sat with me the same. Like I was always so in love with the WCW version. Right. So I think when he was doing King Booker, it was even more removed from that that mm-hmm. it bothered me. I was like, man, why are we doing this yeah. when this worked so well? well you- 
It totally makes. I can yeah. see why you yeah. feel that way because he was such a badass. Yeah. Like remember Harlem Heat yeah. with Sensational Sherry yeah. being their manager. Like those guys, him and Stevie, they were great together. They were so vicious when they were heels. And I remember that they, they did all that stuff. And then you're right. Eventually Booker T stood like Edge did from Christian. He kind of separated it out. It didn't mean that Stevie was behind. It just meant that the Booker T just had more pop. And that was just the way it went. And he had great personality, great charisma. He was such a badass. So, but he went to the WWE and they made him a bit of a comical character. M- much more. Of a I mean, comical the character. fight in the grocery store was Stone cold, all that kind of stuff. But Booker rolled with it. I think that's why he's still so connected with WWE. Absolutely. Because he rolled and made everything work. No matter how ridiculous it was, he made it work. Kind of like Ron the Truth uh, Killings does Absolutely. when he does his stuff. I mean, his Carmella stuff, which we'll get to in a little bit, but like that works. You know, it's funny and it there and it's a way for them to be, to be like beloved by the audience. Yes. You know? It's much more, I mean, that the version of Booker T and WCW that I loved is much more of a pro wrestler. Yes. Like one of my favorite pro wrestlers as a kid. Right. Um, the version of Booker Team WWE we got is much more of an entertainer. It's a character, it's, it's right? a character. Yeah, yeah. And, and I get that, you know, older me looking back on it because <laughs> like well, maybe you were a little too hard yeah, on yeah. on the situation. Similar to like when I stopped watching because Jeff Hardy lost that ladder match to the Undertaker. Where oh it was like, yeah, I stopped watching for a long time because of that because I was mad, like real mad. I love Jeff Hardy so, uh, and we're, we'll talk yeah. about Jeff Hardy's future here later as well. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I, I did not. I really hated King Book at the time, but this segment reminded me of like how I was a little too smarky back then. Where I was like, maybe you should have enjoyed the entertainment factor of things a little yeah. more back then. Well, I'm a little older at the time. I enjoyed it because I, I, I could I could separate that. Yeah, out. and I thought and I thought he made it work really well because my initial thought was, uh, but then they made it work. The English accent became funny. Lady Charmel was great. All of that going through was fantastic, and and the the pinky up just it's just brilliant. The fact <laughs> that this guy who's from Houston doing an English accent with his pinky up just all of it was brilliant all around, and I loved how he did it. Uh, and you're right. Speaking of Jeff Hardy, we should jump into this now. That he was the next segment with Randy Orton. I thought he cut a good promo yeah. in the ring. I liked it. Calling yeah. Randy out was good back and forth. We'll see how that is going to play itself out. But this is one of these feuds that now I'm starting to like. Where initially, Me when too. It was, yeah, when initially when it was introduced, I was like, oh no, we're going to be. I think we both felt that way. It's like, oh, where's yeah, this going to go? We were kind of like, oh, what is this? Yeah, you know, right. like, do we care? Exactly. And now we're starting to care. And I enjoy his uh, the face paint. Everything is going on there. I'm kind of now dialed in. And Randy, too. So what, what are your thoughts as you saw this promo and this back and forth? You know, it's interesting when I – you know, if I were – if this were that game, Extreme Warfare Revenge or whatever, where you can book <laughs> wrestling, you know, yeah. and it has all the stats, this is a, a feud that would have – Big potential. Like, yeah. the rating for it would be high. You've got Jeff Hardy, who people love. Yep. You've got Randy Orton, who does everything perfect. Yeah. Even if he's not the most interesting thing to watch, he never does things bad. Right. You know? And right. so, you know, initially I said to myself, well, like, do I care? You know, I don't really care. We've kind of talked about how I don't really – not super feeling it right now. But then this promo turned it for me, too. Like, yeah. I was thinking to myself, one, we've never had Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Which, that alone is a big selling point of the show. I Agreed. mean, I, I wish – that the the title match was going to be in a Hell in a Cell, yeah. but at the same time, if I'm booking the show and I'm trying to make the most entertaining show possible mm-hmm. for you know with the limitations that I have yeah. for my boss, um, I look at the show and I say, would the cell really make Joe versus AJ better? I, maybe. Yeah. Would the cell make Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy better? Without question. Absolutely. You know, and so that's why I look at it and I go, yeah, you know what? I like yeah. this. I like that they have made, they've been slowly building Randy Orton as uh, this new version of the legend killer. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, 
I kind of like it. Yeah, I kind of like it. And I don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah. And I think that makes it all the more exciting. Yeah. Because you can see it going both ways. And I think we also talked about how Jeff needed something new. And yeah. this did kind of, you know, the stuff with Randy has added a new little vicious side to him a yeah. little bit. Like, like you know, that promo did have a little bit of a vicious feel to it. It he, wasn't super baby facey. It was yeah, someone right. on the edge. Oof. Yeah. He cut Randy off and started the delete chance. Yeah. yeah it's it's all there. So how What do you think about the, him using the delete chance? I like it. You like it? I think it's laying the groundwork that him and Matt are going to come back together. Yeah, you know, so Matt. So I like it the more he uses it. I think Matt is fucking with everyone. Oh, I yeah. think that they are all fucking with everyone oh, yeah. right now. He posted that thing on <laughs> on uh YouTube yesterday where it was very much like hinting that maybe there's more going on with yeah. all of this and that maybe they're going to be doing the like kind of what we saw in Impact where it was like him switching between being normal and broken or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're gonna go that direction. But I too I, I would like to see him move to SmackDown yeah. and do something on there still as the broken character. He actually he uh we talked about him on Wrestling Sheet yeah. Radio and he, he he shared the video of us talking about oh, it saying nice. saying something along the lines of like wherever I go, my broken universe will follow me or something like that. So I don't know. It might not be over with yeah. him. I, I also hope that we get to see him on SmackDown. But I don't necessarily love Jeff doing the delete channel. Oh, okay. I just think it's a Matt thing, and it, okay. it, and it, I I fear that it's less Jeff doing it and more Vince knowing that it's over and and being more favorited. You know, he obviously likes yeah. Jeff more than Matt right. in terms of like fame, like like in terms of who he sees as a star, not mm-hmm. in terms of who he likes personally or whatever. Right. But um, so I I'm worried that he's like, well, people do delete, you do it too, and it's like, no, that's Matt's thing. Like that's that's Matt's thing. So you I don't do, know. You do the delete chance too. Yeah, no, no, no. The I, people I, love it. The people, no, but wait, it's my brother's thing. No, do it. No. On, see the contract, you do it. Uh, <laughs> and I, you, well, I think it's also because the you know Jeff's song is the obsolete part. Right. So, like, oh, yeah. it does get tied to Jeff because he has the lyric that, that went with it. It's, it's a mess. Well, and I think you make a good point, though, Ryan, because, remember, Jeff had to be converted into this woke thing, yeah. and this broken thing, rather. And, and so when they first started, they were a rivalry when yeah. he was doing this broken stuff. By the way... If you're uh, like if you don't know if you just only watch the WWE stuff and you haven't seen these Matt Hardy broken promos from years ago, please for the love of God go down into the wormhole on YouTube or wherever you can find them. They're incredible. They're every genius. deletion too. He yeah, every deletion, all that. Look, Matt was going into the D list. Matt was going into doing autographs, and that was he was going to be his life. But he turned himself around against all odds with this genius, insane promos that caught on with everybody, and that's the reason they were able to climb all the way back into the main roster Absolutely. on WWE. So, uh, if you haven't done that yet, do yourself a massive favor if you're a wrestling fan, or a promos fan, and go watch that stuff, or vignettes fan, go watch that stuff. It's well, genius. Well, I remember when they first I'm finished it. Yeah. When they first finished it, they sent me, like, an early copy, because they wanted oh. me to film my reaction to it. Oh, and I, it aired on Impact, if I recall, yeah. um, with a bunch of other kind of people that were doing their reactions, right. and... Uh, but I remember being like, why would you guys want me to film my reaction? Like, what is actually going to be that I'm going to need to film my reaction, you know? And then I was, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, well, now I get it. This is awesome. <laughs> this is definitely something different. So, yeah. Um, That's great. I, God, I would love to see it on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. And, and that, it could exist on SmackDown. It could. Being half NXT, half Raw, it surely could exist. It would. It's a, it's a better possibility than Raw at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here we go. Daniel Bryan uh, coming in here was the next segment. Him and Brie Bella coming out, doing their promo, talking about all the stuff they were talking about, and then getting in a, you know, saying how they're going to, you know, she's a badass mom, he's ready, they're ready for this mixed tag match, all that kind of stuff. And then Sienna Almas came, comes out with Zelina. They come out and do their promo. Zelina, by the way, I didn't know Sienna Almas 
had this much of an like I don't know why I don't know wh- where I've been that I didn't know he had this much of an issue speaking English being understood. They started the what chance on him, which was yeah. really kind of walking that line a little bit for me. I don't like that they they, they, they he shouldn't he I shouldn't agree. be cutting he promos not yet. Speak at all. Zelina does a great job in her promo stuff. She's fantastic. Well, She's never caught off guard and she rolls with everything. And he did a little bit of English like when he first started at NXT, yeah. and it was very obvious that he was struggling with yeah. it more so than some of the Japanese wrestlers that you've seen for some reason. Right. It was very evident that he struggled. So, yeah, I let Zelina do the work. <laughs> yeah, let, exactly. it, let, let him be a silent killer. It's okay. Right. Let him be like, you know, say one, one or be, let him do the believe that, like where he's got one thing, El Idolo, like, yeah. or Tranquilo, whatever. Yeah, the right. Tranquilo thing. Let him just say Tranquilo right. at the end of her promos. Everyone will be cool with it. Exactly. It'll be totally fine. Uh, what do you think about Brie being yeah. on both shows? Oh, SmackDown and Raw? Yeah. I, I, it makes sense because they're, they're pushing the Total Diva stuff so, or Total been, Bella stuff. Only yeah. Cena has done that so far in the yeah. brand split, right? Yeah, but that's, those, those ladies are – well, and who who is uh, – But it's not Nikki. It's yeah, Brie. I know, I know it's Brie, but, but Daniel is – you know, Daniel is the second prize child in that totally. whole situation. So to me it makes sense also because they're trying to promote the woman's brand, the evolution, all that kind of stuff. And because these ladies have cr- created, in essence, another uh, two shows outside the WWE with WWE's oh, yeah. help, of course – in Total Bellas and, and and Total Divas, so those ladies have carte blanche, I think, to slide between both shows because they're they don't they're not actually tied into anything at this point. They're not officially on a roster. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah so totally. They're able to slide both ways in free agency. It doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all yeah. either. I like it. You know, it's it's funny just because you know the Twitter wrestling audience, not oh. all wrestling, but the Twitter wrestling audience, mm-hmm. they love talking shit on the Bellas. Like, they love roasting the Bellas. And I just love that it's like, oh, yeah, well, the Bellas are on both shows. Like, that's how important they are to the WWE brand, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, no, I'm the, you know, I, I'm pumped that, yeah. sh- that, you know, and it's, it's you know, I it was almost kind of like two years ago when Brie retired. Yeah. You know, the, yep. she was retiring. Yep. She was retiring because of Daniel. She was our family. So it's really cool to me to see that she's been able to come back and do her yeah. thing still. Yeah. Um, and believably, like it was, it, she got such a big pop. She gets yeah. she gets a big pop when she comes out. People love Brie Bella, the Brie yeah. mode. Brie mode. Uh, even if you on the internet like talk crap, the Bella twins are so so over. It's actually today. Today's the ten year anniversary of the Bella twins debut. Wow, isn't that crazy? It's That's been ten, 10 years. years. Wow. I know, right? It's incredible. Um, so much has happened in those ten years. I know. Ladies, man. It's incredible. It was funny too because they did like a, a WWE tweeted like a video where you'd see yeah. kind of like a you know you know when they debuted now. And it's funny to right. see what you know. The difference of the of them, just kind of like how much they've grown up in front of us. You know, they were pretty young when I they started. I think you choose one over the other. You can't. I don't know if you, you got to like, pick one or the I, other. I feel like that's the way. Like I'm more of a Brie Bella fan than okay. Nikki. I think Nikki Nikki is the Nikki is the show. Nikki is the show. Brie is the wrestler. That's I know. I know they're both skilled in the ring. I mean, Nikki is the entertain uh, entertainer. She's the one that's the focus, right? Brie is like that underdog coming through that second sister syndrome. You know what I'm saying? And I like that about her. And and I always root for her. She's the underdog. She's great. She's got good heart. She's got a like. She's real into that kind of uh, hippie stuff. You know, eating, oh, yeah. eating naturally. Like so, her and Daniel Bryan get along so well. So I find a purity in that that I really enjoy. Yeah. Nikki is the showman, and so respect to that. You know, well, she I, she got with Cena. Who's the main guy? Well, it's, she did her thing, and I respect that. Well, it's funny. It's almost like even though they're identical twins, Brie just seems like the one where, like, you'd be able to actually go to, up and talk to. Right. You know? like, right. Right. <laughs> well, but I'll be honest. I've met both of them in person. They're both very approachable yeah. and super nice. Oh, I'm sure. And I, it would be like Sophie's choice for me having to choose one or the Fair other. Fair enough. But, but, but I think you're right. I think most fans, they definitely yeah. – 
They choose you. You you pick one and you ride with one of the Bellas. You yeah, ride, yeah. But my heart breaks for Nikki. Like Nikki's been through a lot. Oh yeah. And and so my heart breaks for her. Like struggling with the the, the reactions of people to her coming back, talking about her weight, the situation with Cena, all that stuff. Her her struggling with this idea of like I want to marry this guy. This guy doesn't want to have kids. This guy doesn't want to get married to me. Like he said he was never going to get married. I watched the first two seasons of Total Bell. I really enjoyed it yeah. until I started seeing the scripted nature of the it. The Kardashian like, nature yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, that bothered me a lot. Yeah. So initially I loved it, but like that kind of so, um, you know, I feel for her. She's been through a lot. She powers through and she survives. And, you know, people want to hate. You can hate, but they're still human beings. Yeah. You know, they got a lot to, to, to work through in this whole situation. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Now, And she must be mad that Brie got, went with Brian and that worked out and they're married and they're happy. And she, her and Cena broke up. Like, it must bother her. Yeah, no matter how much course. she does, she seems to come out and losing in. It's oh, yeah, shame. of course. I mean, she's yeah. only human. You yeah, know? Exactly. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that we can also agree on in this yeah. segment is how awesome it is. That we finally got Daniel Bryan versus Almas. Absolutely, like that Good is one match. Of, out of the list of matches of yeah. like who do you want to see Daniel Bryan wrestle when he comes back? Yeah, very high on the list. Andrade Cien Almas. Yes, and this even though it had a DQ finish and we didn't necessarily get a full ending, it gave you a taste oh, yeah. of what these two guys could put on because it was just random SmackDown match yep. to lead towards you know something else that's fodder. You yep. know, um, and they still made it. So entertaining. Yeah. It was like I was sitting there going like, God, I want to see a singles feud between these two. Yeah, you know, like especially with the with Zelina and Brie, uh, you know, involved as well. I really hope that as, because of what we saw with yeah. the mic thing with with Andrade on the mic. Yeah, I'm low key hoping that Andrade gets brought into this feud, and you yeah. know, because you know, Miz kind of is like the. The guy they put people with to see if they can get over. Right. Like they did with AJ. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they did with Daniel Bryan when he first came in. Yeah. I'm hoping they do something similar to that where he gets where Andrade gets paired with yeah. Miz in some ways. Yeah. And that Miz kind of talks for him a little bit and helps him get over a little bit too. I think yeah. that'd be a nice pairing and a nice way to transition into an actual feud between Daniel Bryan and Andrade. Yeah, and you're right. It was a smart move to give you a taste of what they can do. And and uh, you know, I thought of you as I was watching the match. I'm like, yeah, this is the Daniel Bryan that both of us have been talking about we've been missing. Yeah. Right? It came through in that match with the Miz at SummerSlam. It comes through here now. It was wasted when he came back. You know why? Because he, he has better chemistry with people who legit Legitimately can wrestle yeah. at the level that he can wrestle, and he brings out the best of himself to come through with that. Hits all the hits all the spots. Is gets great timing. And Cien Almas, I just want to start a t-shirt or a hashtag. Let's let Cien Almas wrestle for yeah. God's sakes. Give him real people to fight with, and he brings his A game oh, as yeah. well. Some of those moves, dude. Crazy vicious. Right? Crazy vicious. I, 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 I agree. loved it. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, he's got a vicious streak yeah. tonight. Yeah. I, I also love there was one point where and I don't. Think I've seen people do this in WWE yet? I could be mistaken. Yeah. But when and because Andrade hasn't been on the main roster that long. But when he went to do the the tranquilo thing in the ropes, yeah. And then Daniel ran at him and kicked him out. I loved that. Like yeah. I was like, that's such a good move. Yeah. And it's such a nice Daniel Bryan like being a smarter wrestler yep. than these sports entertainers uh, little thing there, which I I was a big fan of. But yeah, I mean, Andrade was 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 on. Fire. Yeah. Like, on fire. And yeah. I, I, man, if those two, man, if Andrade's given time, 
each week, he'll get over. He Absolutely. doesn't need to do promos. Just give him time, and he'll yeah. get over. He, he, it won't be a, a Sincara situ- situation. It won't be any of that. He will get over. He's He's got that kind of vibe to him. And you're right. He does not need to speak. A little bit of the Lesnar vibe. Let Zelina do everything. Or even Rusev, when he first came in, Lana was doing a lot of the promos in that way. So it's all smart all around. Um, do, what did you think about uh, uh, Miz and Maurice coming in? By the way, that T-shirt. Fuck, I might have to buy that T-shirt. Really? I thought it was so bad. I like that baseball T-shirt. Oh, I see, do. I hate baseball tees. So that's oh, okay. my, that was my Fair problem. Enough. Okay, Fair yeah, see, yeah. But they both wore it well. They did. And, they when did. They came, and I want to say one. I'm sorry. Uh, I want to ask you. Here's what I want to say one thing about this uh, this break. And then I'll, uh, I'll say, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Maurice is a way better heel than Miz. Dude, that's what that's the point. That uh, I, sorry, go ahead. And I was, no, 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 please. No, yeah. we're going to discuss this totally. Yeah. But I, I I wouldn't say better because Miz is so good. But I you, forget, you just forget how fucking great of a she heel is. she is. Man, because she it's been so long since she was a character. Yes. Like, like, she's always kind of been there to help since she's come back. You know, yeah. she's been there to help Miz's character. This is the first time where it's, where they kind of were like, no. You're also in the ring now. You need to remind people that you're such a fucking despicable yeah, heel. Yeah. And she played it up so well when she was like, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, no. Look at it. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Maurice is the devil. Yeah, like, you that's, know? Right. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Miz plays the heel. Maurice is the heel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the difference between the two, man. I mean, like, no, I know Miz is a cocky idiot, and you've seen him since, like, the stuff that he did before in the reality show. That's in his nature, yeah. right? He's just one of those brogues who, who, guys who does that totally. kind of stuff. But Maurice, that's in string, instinctively in her. You know she could say the meanest thing in the world to you over coffee, and you'd be like, oh, my God, you'd walk away crying. She, and she wouldn't think <laughs> twice about it. She'd just go shopping. She would not <laughs> care. Shopping. She would not care. And that's, that's the thing that I love about her coming back and being more of a part of this whole feud. Yeah, her grabbing Brie or, and saying, look at you, like, and looking at Daniel Bryan going, look what I'm going to do to her. Look what I'm That was horrible. You're watching like some, uh, some biker gang beat up a, a boyfriend and girlfriend in some terrible movie. You're just like, oh, my God. Stop it. Like, it don't do great. this to the Daniels. Yeah. They're so nice. She just had a baby. She, they just, just want to help her. the earth. They've yeah. got a cute dog. <laughs> like, leave them alone, Maurice. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt the same while watching oh. that, and I was totally thinking the same thing. I was like, God, man. Like, Maurice is so natural yeah. at what she does. Yep. She's so good at what she does yeah. that I remember for a long time, you know, fans, when when um, Damien Sandow was like the stunt double. Right. I remember back then people were like, bring Maurice in, yeah. bring Maurice in. And it wasn't until, if I recall, like, the very end of his run or like mm-hmm. right after is when they brought her in. Yeah. And she's been such a, a light on mm-hmm. his character oh, yeah. uh, since being brought back. But this one was like, I, I it was very much a thing where it was like, yeah, that's why Maurice is remembered yeah. in WWE lore. Like that's why yeah. she's not going to be forgotten because she was she's so evil and it's you, great. You could argue she's one of the top five greatest women heels ever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, her the way she stomped around the between both was just so like, oh, I rule this like a lion walking around its jungle. I was just like, this is fantastic. It felt like she I missed, missed it. this Maurice. <laughs> it felt yeah. like she missed that yeah. Maurice. Yeah. I think that's why she was so good and I like, yeah. amped it up so much because she missed it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, she threw Brie. She took care of Brie and they took care of Brie. So they left him in the ring uh, so with a message themselves about what's going to happen as mixed tag. Uh, all right, we've had all this preliminary conversation. Let's get to it. Carmella does a decent promo, I thought. A nice little promo. Comes out. Uh, uh, does her thing. Uh, we do see. Didn't we see a vignette there with uh, an interview with? Uh, I believe so. Uh, Rusev and Lana and uh, uh, English, and he's the one that like, yeah, set he, this like, whole yeah, thing he up. Yeah, he set the whole thing up. Yeah. 
Whatever with that. All yeah. right, so, and, and everyone's like, oh, excited about this coming back together. It was so terrible. Anyway, we, we, we get this Carmella promo in the back, which had the interview, which I thought was really nice. Did a good job. I'm st- maybe slowly starting to come around on her. Also, did we skip the Charlotte promo, too? Oh, yeah, the Char- you know, Charlotte promo was outside. good, too. Yeah, it was good. It laid that groundwork of these are two friends going at it. And what she said, though, was really powerful, Ryan, don't you think? Yes, because it was similar to what I, yeah. my viewing of watching it, of going, like, what was she supposed to do? Yeah. Was she supposed to just, like, let her friend pin her? Like, yeah. in, it would that have made more sense if she had done the finger poke of doom, Becky and Charlotte? <laughs> no, it wouldn't right. have, you know? Yeah. Like, they're both at a, their job, you yeah. know? Like, so, yeah, I loved it. And I also felt like, and we're going to discuss it more, obviously, yeah. in a second, but if they're changing focus a little bit, yeah. and they're going to do anti-hero Becky mm-hmm. Lynch, where she is getting cheered, if they're going to if they're gonna lean into it, I like that Charlotte amped it up a little bit to almost match her level so yeah. that she's not necessarily booed. It's just they're both cheered, and yeah. I hope that's where we get. And I'm, we're going to talk more about it, obviously, now. So I'll let you set. Yeah, it. no, no. But uh, the promo was great in that way. And she said, "Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. What did you want me to do? I, I, I thought Becky. I would expect Becky to do the same thing. Yeah. My job was to win, and I love the dig." She said, "I'm sorry, she keeps blowing it when she has the opportunity to win." Look, hey, you got a spade. You call it, call a spade a spade. You know, yeah, you got to say, you, you got to, you got to tell the truth. In that situation. Like, hey, when, when, when. When someone won't accept the truth, yeah, you got to smack them with it. Exactly, and <laughs> smack them down. What I, what I think would be funny is if this whole thing plays out and she does win this belt, and uh, she, do, I think Charlie can go on a whole other angle, going, "I I motivated you, I pushed you to do it, I called you out, I made you go to this next level, and without me, you wouldn't have that strap around your waist." The only way they're, the only way they're going to be able to keep getting Charlotte cheered post Becky feud is yeah. by doing that, yeah, by being like, "Hey." We did this. Like we, I helped you. I brought it out of yeah. you. We're cool now. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with you. That would be fun to see. Yeah, I, yeah, that would be. Well, they got in the ring, uh, Carmella and Charlotte. And I will say this. Carmella fought a good match. I'm so, so, so happy you said that. <laughs> because I was watching this yes. match, and I said to myself, if Roca says that Carmella wrestled a shitty match again, I am going to be so mad because she did not. She, she did not. She wrestled. Look, she's doing hurricane ranas from she the was. top row. She's doing outside dives. Mm-hmm. She's doing near falls. She's showing people that she can wrestle. Yep. So I'm very, very, very happy to hear you say that because I was sitting there like, I am going to have to get into it with Roka tomorrow if he talks shit about this match. No, listen, I give credit where credit is due. I'm very honest in my assessment. My opinions, I do not have grudges. I see what I see and I have my opinions. And I'm always willing to give credit where credit And this was great. I was shocked. Like, I came off my phone. I came off my phone. Great. And I was watching her do all the stuff she was doing. I was like, this is great. The timing was right. She did all, the whole, the screaming, which got so irritating. But that's the point of a heel that she's the smacking of Charlotte. And you really saw how much bigger Charlotte is than Carmella. Yeah, totally. That was, that was kind of unsettling yeah. to see how strong Charlotte is in comparison to Carmella. So you know that Carmella, in essence, is a little bit of an underdog yeah, when totally. you're watching this. So you, you, can't, you can't help but subconsciously slide into that as you're watching it. And her doing the hurricane run was incredible. Diving through the ropes, sacrificing herself. I was just like really happy to see this from Carmella and I'm like, okay, and this, for the first time ever, I bought that she could go toe-to-toe with Becky because she was beating Becky to the punch at just about everything. And the kicks and everything, and Becky was kicking out of every. I mean, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Charlotte was kicking out of everything, and seeing Charlotte turn it around so quickly, it felt a little like I was a little disappointed by that, that she was able to turn around and beat Carmella so quickly after Carmella had done all that work. I, From what I hear, that seems to be one of the like... 
the criticisms of Charlotte. Is oh. that, you know, she doesn't sell enough for people that oh. she does kind of like, because she's such a powerhouse, right. that she does move on from something maybe selling a little too quickly, you know? Interesting. Uh, I do hear that. I do hear that from people, but, and and while I agree, um, I'm just happy that this match, I hope that like you, many others were like, you know what? Maybe she's not that bad as we've been saying. Right. You know, I hope that other people had that same turnaround because you're not the only person I saw say it. I saw some Mm -hmm. people on Twitter who have been very critical of Carmella say the same thing. That's good. And so I'm hoping that other people maybe will see that what I was talking about a few weeks ago, that like, I don't think it's necessarily that she can't. Right. It's that she hasn't been given the opportunity to or been told to. Like, I think she's been told to play a certain character, and that's what she's been doing. Right. Um, So, yeah, I'm glad glad to see that other people saw the... The, what the, the, the what I see in Carmella, <laughs> right? And now after this whole situation, I, like this match, as soon as it ended, of course we're going to talk about what happened in just a second. But I, I think this lets me feel comfortable with Carmella going on to her next feud. Yeah, and, and so we'll see what happens. Listen, I know we skipped over the which has I, to be our truth. Yeah, which has to be. I mean, it has to be our it truth. It has right? to be our truth. Oh God, that that we should touch on two things before we get to that ending. Like, yeah, the our truth thing was hilarious. It's great. They, they have to pay it off in Evolution. It yeah. has to be Carmella. Versus our truth and evolution that not only do we have the first wins here, but we're going to end the intergender thing in yeah. WWE. Yeah. Women can beat up men too. And, like, <laughs> and even though we allow, there is women slapping men in WWE yes. more often now. Yeah. Um, and I'm not advocating for more men hitting women. No, but, of course not. But I have a feeling we're going to get, I hope we get our truth versus Carmella pay per view. Yeah, that would be great. And have Carmella be, and Carmella, I think. And winner showed... gets a title shot. <laughs> That'd be great. Right? All right. I'm if our truth wins, he gets, I a, guess he gets a title shot that. at AJ or something yeah. like that. If Carmella wins, she gets a shot at whoever wins all the right. women's title. I guess I'm down with that. I like I, it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm all here for it. Free and, idea, WWE creative. My question to you is, did you, did you, real quick before we jump to the end, we jumped over the Iconics. Did oh, you, yeah, we did. Did you like that? Did you not like that? What's your feeling about that. I mean, the match was so short that it was hard to really judge the actual match. Mm-hmm. But I I mean, and I, I've, I've seemed to feel like I'm on a, on an island on my own yeah. when I talk about this, but I think Billy Kay and Peyton are hilarious. Okay. So their promo cracked me up when they said, I forget... I forget the word they asked, but they used a word, and then she was like, "Oh, they wouldn't know that word. Yeah. That word's yeah, too yeah, big yeah. here." Crack me up. They 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 cracked me up. So I I was into. What do you think? You're more uh, critical of the iconics than I. Yeah, I I didn't like it. Okay, I, I was very upset about it because I'm like, why are they making Naomi job like this to these two girls? Like, it's not Naomi is well, such a better wrestler. So keep, maybe keep in mind. There is a show coming up in a few weeks right. in Australia, so they oh, do probably want gotcha. to promote. They want to promote right. Peyton and Billy yeah. because they're from Australia. Right. They're probably going to be wrestling. Do there. you think WWE now? You, you have friends in WWE. Do you think creative? Do you think they say to these wrestlers like, "Hey, Naomi, you're going to take a couple of losses in the next few weeks, but then we're going to swing you around and you're going to be back in the mix and that kind of thing"? Or are they back the old school days where you just do what we tell you to do because you're, you're under a contract with us? I think it depends on. The person, the person? Okay. and it depends on the situation. Okay. With someone like Naomi, I have a hard time believing they're like, hey, you're losing to this, but don't worry about it. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna... yeah. No, they don't care enough about Naomi. Like, Naomi's oh. not important to them. You really? Know? That's how I would look at she it. She was you a know? champion. She was, but I don't think they look at it as like someone who's like one of their top tier people that they need to make sure. They wow. need to be worried about whether she's angry or not. You okay. know I mean? Like, I do think that I'm sure with someone like Naomi, they think that like, yeah, she's doing her job. You right. know, like that's right. her job. She's doing her job. Um. I think higher up people, you know, or maybe a little more attitude of people do get that. Okay. I, I, Naomi's someone who's who's going with the flow. She's okay. she's not someone who's gonna be like, 
why am I losing to the Iconics? I don't wow. think. You know, especially because of her background and, you know, her coming up and doing the same thing. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think so, okay. no. Okay. But but I do think that there are instances instances where that is the case. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't think this is one of them uh, at all. Okay. But all I right. do think one of the things I think creative is really struggling with right now is this Becky Lynch thing. I've heard that there have been oh, yeah. multiple meetings. Let's get into it. Multiple debates. Yeah. Everyone's trying to figure out the best possible plan to to go going forward for Here, Becky Lynch. Here's the plan. You don't have to you don't have to have any more meetings. Okay? <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. Listen to me right now. I'm telling you right now. What happened at the end of this SmackDown was incredible. Becky Lynch became Stone Cold in this moment when she held the thing up, the, the belt up. And looked at her and said, I'm coming for this bitch. That was her becoming Stone Cold. All in black, not touching, calling with the fans, not doing the extra heel move that she that you want a heel to normally do to be fully over as a heel. Right? She could have put Becky in some kind or I mean Charlotte in some kind of finisher. She could have put her in some camel clutch or whatever. She could have just tortured her, put her in a put her in a submission hole, her arm bar, and just made a broker. He she could have done all that stuff. She didn't. She just hit her from behind, beat her up for a little bit. Then left her lying there, said what she said, dropped the belt in her hand, and then walked out defiantly through the, up the ramp. And I thought, that's it. She is a thousand percent over. When because people were cheering her, chanting her name, they were chanting. We got Becky during the match. Yes, during like the whole a match. minute into the match, it was incredible. And then when Be- when Charlotte was up against the ropes after on close up, all you heard was booze, and that tells you that this woman has to be the the stone cold of the women's division. Becky has leveled up in a way and th- it happened by accident i guess not the same thing st- the same way stone cold leveled up by accident yeah because of the, the creative said okay we're gonna we're gonna have you pass out without giving up he got completely over with the fans and and he became what he became i think this was the moment that becky became stone cold and if they play this thing right she will be a superstar if you were dating but becky before this happens get ready to get broken up with she is going to be at a whole nother level a whole nother level of men are going to be coming after becky whole nother level of of pro, pro, uh, products and, and sponsors and everything i think becky is going to be a fucking superstar well, becky is this. single right now i saw it what she did an interview the other day where her and her the MMA fighter she was dating uh, they broke up? recently broke up. See, I told you she's only in preparation for it. <laughs> she knows she's going to level up. She, uh, it's incredible. But, I loved it. But look, okay, I know that for the past, you know, all of last week, I was very much on the like, let's not follow me, Becky. Uh, follow me. Anyway, go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a fan of yours for years. <laughs> um, I don't. Okay, I know that last week I was very much on the like, why are we fighting against this train? Right. But at the same time, I I respect that WWE is not fighting it as much as I was. You know, yeah. like, it definitely. You know, they're letting her do these uh, Instagram posts where you where, where she you, went back where, at WWE. Yeah. Like, where she, yeah, totally. Were you supporting me? It was great. And I think that you know, yeah, it's great if they are listening to the audience. If and and they're the only thing that I hope or I worry about. Yeah. Not worried about. I'm trying to think of the right word. The only thing that I care you're concerned about concerned about. Okay. I, guess, I don't know. I just I just don't want this this slight shift to make her more of a stone cold character. I just don't want them to change. I don't want them to go back to what we had before as Becky. Like they, I want as long as as yes. long as we're a getting thousand percent this agree. character shift mm-hmm. where we're getting badass Becky mm-hmm. who cares that that is someone you can get behind. Then great. I, I don't care if she's a face or a heel. Yeah. I just wanted the character change, and yeah. I feared that. 
fighting that character change was going to fuck everything up for Becky. Right. So it's not that I care. It's not that I don't want her to be a face. Yeah, I love cheering for Becky Lynch. I literally said that in the clip. Yeah. yeah. We all love cheering for Becky Absolutely. Lynch. I was more just saying, like, let's not fuck it up for her. But if WWE isn't going to go that way and they're going to play into it, they're going to they're gonna lean into it, then, yeah, this is great. This is great for Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I mean, that was a coming out moment. Yeah. I mean, that – I mean, that crowd was hot. Yes. Like, as hot as they are for Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. You know, they were on fire. And it, a certain part of me believes that it's also, they also were that hot in spite of WWE. I think that a lot oh, of those yeah, fans yeah. like mm-hmm. to prove WWE wrong. So they're Toronto fancy. Not even Toronto fans. I think wrestling fans. Oh, okay. They want to prove WWE wrong. So it's similar to like when they uh, hijack a show. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, I think that this is a slight way of doing that of mm-hmm. like a, no, that's why they were changing. We want Becky during the match. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like it was their way of trying to like hijack things mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but if that hijacking leads to awesome, cool new character for Becky Lynch that we can cheer for, yeah, super cool with it. Like I'm super, mm-hmm. super cool with it. Um, I think it is funny though how we say Becky Lynch saying "bitch" and showing this, you know, mm-hmm. edge makes her a stone cold like character. Yeah. But when Roman Reigns does it, we all talk shit. <laughs> We're all like, yeah, we get it. You know how to say bitch, Roman Reigns. Well, because Roman is not an underdog. Becky has always been an underdog, and that's why. Like, I get, okay, all right, know, fair enough. She, right. Was, she was always the forgotten member of the Four Horsewomen. She never got quite the same appeal or a push that Bailey got or Sasha got or Charlotte got. Becky was always the worker, the fighter, the one that wanted to get ahead, and she was always posting videos of herself working out in the gym, trying to get better. And and the thing is this, and that's where she got the fans, dude. That's where the fans got over. They didn't just all of a sudden show up. I think we'd, we've all been on her train slowly over the last three or four years with her Instagram stuff, her social media stuff, her working out, her really her interviews that are really great, her honesty in these interviews yep. is really refreshing. Her talking about her past and what she went through in her past versus who she is now, how she's changed as a person, as she's gotten older, her perspective, what she had to go through, all of that appeals to a lot of us who've been through stuff ourselves. So yeah. we, we feel something with her. We connect with her. And I think the, the, the thing you bring up, though, uh, Ryan, is really important. This is the change. Not only does WWE have responsibility here, uh, 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 Becky does as well. Becky needs to add some new moves. Becky needs to embrace the character change. Think of ways that there are vignettes that work that keep pushing it. Because the fans will just as quickly turn around on her if they start to sense an inauthenticity totally. to this. Because sto- when Stone Cold did what he did, he is he was that. So therefore, it was just him being himself even more. Yeah. And that's those are the best characters. So Becky has to really embrace this and bring that out of her and start doing certain vignettes, make certain social media things that... F- it has to be a concentrated plan all the way for and focused plan all the way forward for her to get fully completely over like this and she will have she will with or without the title she will be a star and that's important i just my only fear yeah is that we know about wwe history yeah I, yes and that's yes. my only fear is that like look at sasha banks is yeah. arguably the most <sighs> yeah popular one out Agreed. of the four horsemen and look at all the opportunities she hasn't really gotten yeah, you know? know and it's not like she you know so i don't know like yes i just i i worry about vince mcmahon mm-hmm. getting behind her mm-hmm. you know especially as a face yeah. i vince mcmahon look most of the time sees warm people's heels yeah. you know like that's what we've been known to yes. see and whether he's changed that or not like, I don't think deep down inside he's going to change that, right. you know? And I don't – it's the same reason Finn Balor hasn't really been in the, mm-hmm. the title scene since mm-hmm. all of that. So I don't know. Um, all I know is that, yes, this moment was awesome. Yeah. I loved the fire in Becky Lynch. Yeah, man. Uh, just 
the attitude alone. I mean, when she, when she dropped the bitch, it was awesome. Yeah. Like when she said bitch, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, even though we know that's the only curse word WWE can use, right. it's still fun when used, as long as it's not Roman Reigns. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, and even Roman when he uses it, I a piece of me goes like, he said bitch, like, <laughs> you know, like makes me feel like Fair like enough. the little kid in me is like, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, uh, but 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 I, I do hope that this is a, I hope that this is a sign that WWE is listening to the audience, yeah, because yeah. that is important. Yeah, I agree, and it's. Yeah, we'll see, man. I will say I agree with you. Like the Sasha stuff, it's been frustrating. But I think if it's going to work, it'll work on SmackDown. Because once again, what we said at the beginning here, this combination of, of NXT and Raw in one show, it can work in SmackDown. Maybe Vince doesn't have as much. Maybe someone else is in charge of creative in SmackDown. Maybe Triple H is. No, no. All right, I don't know. Still Vince. You know these things. I don't know <laughs> these things. I'm just a simple host. Uh, so, but uh, you know, it, I, I. Well, Vince I, has the ultimate final say on everything. Right, but I echo your concerns. It, it, we've seen these things messed up before. Yeah. I mean, not, no greater for me, no greater example than the NWO coming in. To yeah. me, that that whole the way they messed that whole thing up just it made me angry for years, dude. Years. <laughs> I can actually see the anger in your face still. I don't think you've years. actually gotten over it. No, I haven't. Because people didn't want a job to them, and he catered and he he catered to his stars instead of listening to, instead of looking at the overall picture how could it really could have worked and would have helped everybody out. They ended up blowing it too quickly, and it became stupid when Sean was on and Big Show. Ridiculous. But, well, but that's like me. Yeah. Now you know how I feel about the Jeff Hardy losing that ladder match. Oh, I was yeah. like, that was a future main eventer right there. Like, pass the damn torch, Taker. Pass the damn torch. That was me at the time. I was like, <laughs> they're never gonna pass it. They're never gonna pass it. I'm done. I'm gonna go have. I'm gonna go hook up with girls now. I'm done watching wrestling. I'm done looking at these message boards. Damn it! It's, yeah, it's, that <laughs> was me for a long time. Well, there was a. Uh, I, I, know, I know we got to wrap up, but there was a tag team. Match. I do want to talk. I do care about the Colognes thing. Like, if you want to talk about the bar winning it, but I do want to say the bar. Uh, I think this. Is, I think they have been like that shot of her of Becky with the bar that she really. That was an awesome shot. I want them to be together. Ooh, I want them to that be, has be together. To be the Stable. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Right? And yeah. I, I think they have been, and I don't know, but maybe they have been guiding her because Sheamus has been a heel for a while. Cesar's like maybe they're giving her guidance about how so. to do certain things and make it work and get her over because they seem to have a really genuinely cool relationship. Definitely. So that would be awesome to see them come together as a as a stable. Definitely. I, I right? you know I just like seeing the clones back on TV too. Yeah. I mean I like the clones. They're not like you know I was not anyone's favorite team, but right. like you know like they're a, they're solid wrestlers and it was. Yeah. It was nice seeing them back on TV. It was funny. One guy who listens to the show was like, the Colognes uh, getting that title opportunity is not the same as Charlotte getting that title opportunity like you said on the show this week. And I was like, yeah, no, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, they have to win two matches. And I was like, okay, so because of one extra match, <laughs> it's a difference? And he was like, well, no, Charlotte just gets handed everything. Oh, and I was like, oh now gosh. you're changing the argument. You're right. Different situation here, but but I appreciate yeah. you watching. I appreciate the feedback, and please, other people do the same. I'll talk about you Absolutely. on here. Absolutely, there's nothing more frustrating than fans claiming you're getting handed opportunities. Let me tell you something: the outlaw doesn't get handed opportunities. I earn them, I win, and that's what happens. All you complaining about it, kiss my butt. So, so I say the same thing with this get to this guy saying that to you. Charlotte is a star. She's earned her opportunities yes. because when she's had the chance to shine, she's giving you some kick-ass matches. Yes. So that's how you get there. When the Colognes get to that level, they'll also be handed opportunities and be put in stuff where they can get shot at titles. So <laughs> that's how it works. Welcome to life. You earn what you get. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going to say you have to be the famous offspring or the offspring of someone famous, but right. they are too. So. Right, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it doesn't true. really count. That's a great point. Uh, overall, what did you feel about? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about the AJ Styles Joe thing? Did oh, you like that? Yes. Uh, I want that shirt immediately. Thousand times yes. I want that Joe shirt. Right, right. <laughs> dude. Uh, Joe honestly is working on another playing field yes, right he now. Is. He that guy, man? I don't know what happened in the past six months, or but dude. He is so good right now. Yeah. Like, so, so good right now to where I want to see him as champion. Yeah. I, look, I, Absolutely. I'm, if he were to beat AJ for the title at Hell in a Cell, I would have zero issue with yeah. it. I mean, this whole thing has been sick. I love it. Yeah. Sick in a good way. Like, sick in both bad and good ways. Like, where you're like, that's sick. But then you're also like, he is sick right now. <laughs> you know? like Because he is Joe and all this Wendy stuff. Oh. But... I think this may have been my favorite part of the whole Wendy saga. When he was just, like, on the phone and, like, I'm coming to the barbecue or, like, <laughs> tell little Annie I said hi. You're like, dude, Samoa Joe is crazy right now. And it's so good. Because you don't know if he actually was on the phone with Wendy. <laughs> I know. The fact that he – and if he wasn't, it's even more insane because then he's creating these arguments that aren't even happening. He was like, Wendy, Wendy, stop it. What I'm saying is, you're like, oh my god, you're even creating the fact that she's getting upset that you're calling her. It's f- just brilliant. Yeah, no, it's 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 all. And I know I had mentioned it before about how he feels like a serial killer, yeah, but yeah. he really feels like a serial <laughs> killer now. And I am so excited for the home invasion next week. Yeah, of which course. is a weird sentence to say, but I'm very excited for this home invasion. Should be good. I'm very. <laughs> uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, I agree. With you. It's going to be fun. Uh, well, as you can tell, we had a great time uh, watching SmackDown and then breaking this down as well. Uh, and we're sending off Ryan with, uh, with a big smile on his face as he goes to Chicago and watch them all in. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. And of course, our own Jen Sturger, Jen Decker, she is going to be there as well, doing some work with them. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. But uh, what's she going to be doing there? I, I know she's she's going to be there. Or is she doing she, something? No, she, I think she's doing stuff with Co- like she's helping out with Cody oh, in cool. some way. Cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. She did the press conference. Yeah, no, I know that. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think she's like initially she was. I think she was out, and then they asked her to come in and do some stuff. Oh, cool. So she's come back, and I don't know what what exactly she's going to be doing, but I know she'll have Great. she'll have some kind of presence there, awesome. and you'll be able to see her do stuff there. Awesome. Um, any last words do you want to say about SmackDown before we move on, brother? No, you know, I just okay. I, I think it did a really good job of building everything. Like, and you said, it, yeah. it, it, we're starting to get night and day when it comes to SmackDown and Raw lately. Yeah. That SmackDown, for the most part, leaves with a smile on her face. Raw. It's hit or miss, you yeah. know, and I, and but this was a good example that we got so many good things in the show, um, story progression, fun matches, good yeah. characters, good in ring segments, good promos. Uh, big big fan of this show. I will ask one thing before we wrap up: if you if you have any way to find out who is in charge of Creative versus Raw versus SmackDown, that I think you you were saying like over the last few months, I don't know what's happened. I think that's across the board, not just Joe, but everybody across the board the last six months. SmackDown's really stepped it up. Is there a new, is there a different creative team, a new creative team in charge of it? No. Is it or, or it's do, mainly Road Dog in charge for, like, like okay. head writer would be Road Dog on SmackDown. Right, right. And I believe head writer on Raw, I think it's Ed Kosky still. Okay. Or, um, I think it's Ed Kosky still. Okay. Uh, but to be honest with you, as someone who's like asked around yeah. a lot, it's all Vince. It's all Vince. It's all Vince. All right, Even enough. I mean, like, I mean, obviously the two hundred five live is a little less Vince right, now because right, there right. was a point in time where it was like when the, the Enzo era mm-hmm. that was all Vince. Like Vince <laughs> was like hands on. Like I'm gonna try and save two hundred five live. Yeah. And since then he's been a much not the main right. person on it. 
Um, but Ooh, made a mistake there. Yeah, oh, I'll move on. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but head of creative on SmackDown is Road Dog, or you know, head of, head writer yeah. is, is Road Dog. All right, uh, and and look at I mean, I love it. Shout people out. give him shit, but SmackDown's Dude. been great, man. Yeah, shout out to Jesse James. I've always loved the Road Dog, so it's great to see him doing great stuff here. All right, well that's our breakdown, our Collider Body Slam SmackDown recap. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. If you listen on the podcast, thanks so much for doing that. Uh, Ryan, you want to tell them everything that they need to know? Yeah, uh, like he said, if you're listening to this, please go check out the the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet. Putting YouTube content on the video content on there all the time. Uh, these recap shows, wrestling sheet radio, uh, and, and a bunch of other stuff. While I'm in Chicago for All In, I'm going to be trying to put up interviews if I can on there. I might not be super well edited, but I'm going to be trying to put up video <laughs> content because I'm going to be doing it on the fly on my own. Right. Uh, but also check out our social media channels all week. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm going to be posting stuff from Chicago there. I'm going to be hopefully updating those very much over the weekend. I'm also going to be partying for my birthday, so I'll do my best. So just bear with me, but I, it's worth following the Wrestling Sheet channels as well. Uh, if you're watching on video, please go subscribe to our audio feed as well. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio, Podcast One, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. Just go there, subscribe. There's also other shows that are in the feed. There's one called Top 5 with James and Kevin. We're going to talk about all their favorite things of the week. Uh, Aaron Turner is working on a show that should be coming out soon as well yeah. about all the indie stuff that goes on every week. So please, please, please subscribe there, leave a rating, leave a review. It helps out a lot. Uh, and all of you listening to this, when it comes to YouTube and when it comes to audio content, check out Collider. Collider has Collider Videos has so many different shows on there that you like. If you're a nerd who watches TV, who watches movies, you're going to like Collider. <laughs> There's got Collider uh, Quick Hits as well, Collider Games, Collider Sports. So many different Collider things. I can't recommend all those shows enough. And also go to the Collider Factory where all those show, a lot of those shows exist uh, as well. Uh, go subscribe there. Leave a rating. Leave a review. You will not regret it. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. That's a good shout-out to all those channels we have here. Collider Sports, I want to reiterate that. That's something that I, I'm doing a lot of work on, which I hope you guys will take a chance to watch. Collider Sports Time, we just dropped our first episode, flagship show. and It's essentially movie talk for sports. A little different format, but that's essentially the show that it is. Dropped on Monday. Monday. So if you haven't seen it yet, go to YouTube. Go to Collider Sports YouTube page. There's a distinct page, different than Collider. It's its own page. Go on there, click on there, subscribe, and watch the show. I think you'll like it. We had a really good time. It'll be every Monday after this Monday. We're going to do the draft, uh, Collider uh, uh, Fantasy Football League draft. That'll be Thursday. We're going to shoot it all. Then we're going to edit it, make it an episode next Monday because of Labor Day. And then after that, we're starting every Monday talking about the NFL, the NBA, all kinds of stuff. So if you love sports, that's where you want to go. Awesome. Uh, and, then, and also, yeah. I, I forgot to. I know I mentioned at the top. But if you're in Chicago, if you're going to be at StarCast, yeah. please go to the Greatest Trivia Rumble. I'm hosting it. It's a fun show. It's going to be me, James Ellsworth, Marty DeRosa, and Blue Meanie. Fun trivia, nothing serious. Uh, if you want to start Friday morning off with a bunch of laughs as you prepare to hit up StarCast <laughs> and all the other various things in Chicago for the week weekend, uh, please go to it. It's going to be fun. It would mean a lot to me. It's going to be my birthday. It would be a little birthday gift to me. Uh, <laughs> help me celebrate my birthday. Greatest Trivia Rumble. 11 o'clock directly, 11 a.m. directly after Busted Open's breakfast. So please check it out. Boom. Do that. Do that. Do everything there. And you can follow Ryan at, did you want to say it? At yeah, Ryan I'm Satin? at Ryan Satin. There you go. You can follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks again, everybody, for taking the time to watch and to listen to us here on the, here on the Collider Body Slam Smackdown Recap. We will have more coming to you next week. Take care. Have a great week. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. 
brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCOA. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.